Welcome to another episode of Honoring Hidden Heroes brought to you by MilitaryLuggage.com. The Military Luggage Company provides all branches of the military with the best and most comprehensive selection of bags, packs, and cases for field operations, deployments, travel, and even casual use. Welcome back, listeners. For those of you who are just listening to the for the first time, my name is Kristen, and I'm the host of Honoring Hidden Heroes. And if you are here for the first time, go back and please listen to all of our previous episodes. This is our first year of the podcast, and we're very excited with how it's going. I am really looking forward to sharing this episode with you today because it is a super unique nonprofit that was founded by someone who... Um, is just a really great guy and really looking to serve others. And he does something in a really unique way to raise money for um, veterans and veterans' families and military members. So check it out. So we are happy to have on the podcast today, Scott Burns, who is the founder of Seven Days for the Troops. Hi, Scott. Hey, how are you today? I am doing well. We are looking forward to hearing more about your organization, Seven Days for the Troops. So can you just tell me a little bit of background about yourself? Well, I, I was in the Marine Corps from 1991 to 1995. I got injured while I was in training. And after I got out, I had 22 surgeries on my left ankle, which led to um, a dependency on painkillers, not to the point where like I was addicted to painkillers, but for me to have a functioning day, I had to take painkillers and I got tired of taking painkillers. So I discussed the options with my doctor and the option was to have the leg amputated. So 12 years ago, I had my left leg amputated and had dealt with that, you know, since 1991 with the initial injury, then the amputation, I had really overused my right ankle. So I had a couple of surgeries on it, and that surgery led to another amputation uh, this past uh, October. But in that whole process, um, it it helped me understand veterans' needs and the needs of handicap accessible housing and the um, mobility and things like that. And so instead of sitting around complaining about it and not being able to, you know, just do everything I wanted to do. I decided I was going to turn it into the way to bring awareness and to raise funds to help other veterans. That's really incredible. I feel like so many people could just be down in that situation and you turned it into something really positive, which I really commend you for. And um, I just would love to know more about your organization. So what exactly does Seven Days for the Troops do? Well, seven days for the troops, like I said, 17 years ago is when it started. And it was, it started as an event that, um, I built a tower and I camped out on top of it for seven days, 168 hours. And that year we was raising money to help some kids that were buying old cell phones and selling them and um, then buying calling cards and sending them overseas. Mm. Um, and it's hard to believe it was that long ago that, you know, our, our guys didn't have cell phones with them. They actually had to use pay phones to call home or, or like that. So I was like, well, I can do something to help them. So what turned into a one-time event now, 17 years later, 17 years later, the event is now it's on 501c3. 
And just this year alone, we, we've been able to provide these really cool wheelchairs. They're about $16,000 a piece, but they're all terrain wheelchairs. They'll, they'll let people go on the beach. They go, I, a lot of the guys we have go hunting in them. Uh, mm-hmm. the older people just want to be able to get out in their yard. I met with a veteran, um, recently that got one of the chairs and he told me every day he just rides out in his yard because now he can. And so, um, so we did five of those chairs cool. and, we also were able to provide a tiny home for a 90-year-old veteran who lost his house in a tornado. And we've done a few other things that we've been able to do because we became our own 501c3. But we work closely with other nonprofits that help veterans because we can't help them all. Um, but what I like to do is find out who, who does what and through our organization, be able to point people that we can't help to somebody that can. Yeah. And that's something we really stress a lot or talk about a lot on this podcast is just all the people we we interview talk about how it takes a village, you know, other community resources, working with other nonprofits. So that's really great that you guys are working in your community to utilize the resources best. So you're up on this tower camping for seven days. Do you have events or or not events, but do you have organizations set up around you or concerts or what kind of goes on on the ground i'll say we kind of do all of that it depends on our location like we've got one coming up where we're going to have a a shooting competition like it's it's a they call it cowboy shooting um i've never been a part of it but that's what's going to be going on at this event we have entertainment at the tower. Um, we'll invite a local artist uh, to come out and sing at the tower. Um, we've had American Idol contestants come out and sing at the tower. We've had um, uh, the Voice contestants, local that had been on the Voice and done really well. We've had them come out to the tower. We've had politicians. Uh, one of the things that I love about our event is we bring politicians out to our event that never talk about politics. Mm. They talk about helping veterans and it's a way that we can bring the community together. Businesses that normally are in competition with one another come together and, and, and work to help veterans. The last event I did was in the parking lot of a, a major car dealership. And the first thing he told me was, Hey, you go to every car dealership in this town and tell them they're welcome. And that's what I like about when it comes to helping veterans and helping the community is so sometimes it doesn't matter what your business is, you're going to work together. And that's what we try to do at the foot of the tower. Um, because seven days is a long time mm-hmm. and <laughs> for you too. Yeah. And, and, and if it was just me on top of the tower, you know, trying to encourage people to donate, that could get pretty boring. And so I like to bring entertainment and community involvement and, um, businesses that can come out and tell about who they are and what they do in the community. So, it's a, it's really a community event for seven days. I love how you brought up the point about just like businesses who may be c- competing or in the same field with each other come together. And it's really awesome that it's because of your organization that is bringing people together. That's, that's really incredible. So I'm just kind of curious. It's such a unique idea and it's such a unique thing that you do. How did you kind of come up with the camping, is that just a passion of yours and you wanted to translate it into something different or? No, I've never really been camping before. Like it was not something, you know, that like I I had a tent, but I've seen like 
long time ago when I was little, I remember hearing a, a story about a guy that camped out on a billboard. Um, and I thought, how cool would that be? And so a few years before I'd actually done this event um, for the calling cards, there was a local organization in our town that really desperately needed money. Um, and just going and asking people for money wasn't working. And so I camped out at what we call our Crosstown, um, which is uh, pretty cool because it's the middle of town. But the only problem was it was right by our railroad track. And I did that for seven days, seven and a half days. And um, so when I got ready to do the event for veterans or for military, it was going to be a three day deal. And somebody was like, hey, um, didn't you do this event one time for somebody else and you gave them seven and a half days and you're only going to give the military three days? And so I, that's when I did the seven day event. And like I said, it's it's a I at the end of the day whether you give money to help veterans or you're giving money to help somebody else in your community, that's what I want to encourage people to do is, is to, because your passion may not be veterans, your passion may be animals or whatever, but especially during these times right now where money is tight and people want to possibly stop giving because their, their, their budgets are tight. I want to encourage people, you may not be able to give as much as you gave, but you can still give something because everybody just just imagine if we all donated a dollar to whatever our organization is, how much money we could put towards helping other people. Yeah. And you said just there's other ways to volunteering, getting the word out, sharing it on social media. That's sometimes just as helpful as the monetary donations, too. Well, we couldn't do our events if it wasn't for volunteers. Yeah. I've showed up in places and I mean, I'm going to a town that I've never been in before and I can't take a, a large crew with me because that would defeat the purpose of we're 100% of every dollar we raise. If it's a donation goes to help veterans. And so we, we really try hard to cut our expenses so that when we get our sponsors, we can use that money wisely. And the last two events that I've showed up, at um, the uh, combat veterans motorcycle group in that area had showed up and helped me build my tower and helped me take it down. And I would not have been able to do the events without them. Um, so I, I struggle more now because I'm a hands-on kind of person. I like to help build the tower and I like to, well, with, since I've had my leg amputated, other leg amputated, it's not as easy for me to do that. And so it gets real disheartening sometimes but then when you have a group show up that's never met you, that knows that you're not a combat veteran, but you're a veteran and they say, hey, we're going to help you. That's a big deal to me. And so just being on your your show is a big deal to me because you guys promote veterans and, and heroes in the community. And I don't really consider myself a hero in the community because I think I'm doing something that anybody could do. But um, I, I just I, I have a passion for helping people and, and, and encouraging other people to step out of their comfort zone and help people. Exactly. Yeah. I love how you bring up the combat uh, motorcycle veterans association too, because I worked pretty closely with their chapter in Fayetteville and they are doing a ton of great things. They're always hosting, you know, whether it's toy drives, food drives, they're, they're really big in the community. I didn't realize they were in other States. So that's really awesome. They were part yeah, of the they, event. It, it's, it's, 
I'm sorry. It it is really cool with them because you can I that's how I got with the group in Jacksonville, North Carolina, is because I talked to somebody in Mississippi and they reached out to the chapter in North Carolina and it's like a big brotherhood. Mm-hmm. And so I encourage anybody that's listening right now, hey, if you're doing a, an event to help veterans and you need hands on, see if there is a uh, a combat veteran motorcycle group in your area, because I want to tell you, they're some of the most giving. Um, uh, they're they're military. They're 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 a brotherhood um, to the end. And that that's pretty cool. Yeah, cool. So I I'm curious, how do veterans find out about you or do you get referrals from someone or how does that work if they need your services or something a lot of it's word of mouth and i kind of like it that way right now because we're a small nonprofit, and um i think you and i've talked that i i'm real i want to make sure that we can we can continue to service veterans and I think if you get too big, then you have to look at all the hiring people. And and I don't know that I ever want to get big enough that I got to have a paid staff. And so doing it word of mouth is is the way to go right now. But to know, like I've had somebody from California reach out to me and say, hey, is there somebody that can help me? And of course, I, I'm going to do what I can to help. And that's that was the word of mouth. I, Facebook was the way. That veteran that had his home destroyed in a tornado, his family members saw a post I did on Facebook and they said, hey, do you know anybody that can help us? And I said, yeah, sure. We'll, we'll, we'll get him a house because I knew who I could call to help make that happen. And within, I think, less than 60 days we from his house being destroyed, he was in a, in a new tiny home, all because of reaching out to other veteran organizations. <laughs> Honoring Hidden Heroes is brought to you by www.militaryluggage.com. If you're a new listener and wondering what Military Luggage Company does, we supply tough, rugged, and functional gear for all branches of the military and first responders. For our listeners right now, we are offering 10% off your entire order. Enter HHH in the coupon section when you're checking out. Again, for all listeners, if you enter HHH in the coupon code during checkout, you'll receive 10% off your entire order. When you plan your events, the cities that you're going to have them in, do you get, do you outreach on social media, kind of get leads on social media, or do you reach out to the cities personally or find groups that support military initiatives? How does that all work, finding a city? Well, it's kind of all of it. It's kind of like right now on your show, I'm going to say, hey, if you're listening and watching this and you've got a veterans group in your area that needs funding, this is a unique fundraising opportunity. Call me because I'll travel. I'll go wherever. Um, And when I say that, I mean, there, there is a need all across this country. And the only thing that's keeping us from being able to do it is the expense of getting to a location. And so we we try to find people like you're in, you're in Fayetteville, I think you said. I was in Fayetteville, yeah. You're, you were in Fayetteville. So say you had a, an organization that you knew needed to help a veteran in Fayetteville. They reach out to us. All, I'm, all we ask them to do is you help us find sponsors for the tower and to help cover the cost. And we're very open about what the cost of the event is. I mean, whether it's travel or whatever it is we have to spend. So, you know, that it's a, and I'm just throwing numbers out here right now, but say a, a person finds 
$20,000 in sponsorship dollars and it only takes us, you know, 4,000 to put the event on. Well, that gives us $16,000 that we turn around and help veterans with. And so, um, that's the easy part is you, you get finding a location and you, you know, it, it's, it's an easy, I mean, literally it can be put together in a week because yeah. I have done it put together <laughs> in a week Yes, and raised really good money on it. Um, and I'm kind of spontaneous like that, which is kind of my wife kind of gets, I have a wife and, and three kids and, and those last minute, um, deals kind of throw a wrench in her, her plans, but she understands my passion and she understands that I, I, if somebody called me right now and said, Hey, we've got, we've got a need. Can you come help us? I'm going to find a way to do it. We have our own, um, our, we have the tower. We travel with our tower. We, you know, we travel with everything we need. Basically we pull up when we set up and we're ready to go. We can be ready to go in 24 hours as far as having the tower up and in place. And so it's a, it's a really fun event and, and watching it go up and come down is, is part of the, the most fun <laughs> right. part of the event. You can see how quickly it's done. And so, yeah, to answer your question, it's all, we, it's all word of mouth. Um, now there are some locations that I want to go, you know, so I try to find people in that area that, um, can, and can make it happen. Like our sure. big dream next year is to do one in Oshkosh, Wisconsin at the big air show. And so that's awesome. That's, <laughs> that's, that's our goal. And, and I want to be a part of that. And I've got a contact working on it. And so I've got this, this motto is eat. You got a 50 50 shot if you ask. Exactly. If you don't ask, you don't have a chance. So I'm going to ask. <laughs> exactly. And I'll say yes, no, or maybe, but we're, we're going to, we're going to ask and I'm hoping we get that spot there. So if you got a contact, I there, know I'm from there, <laughs> not Oshkosh, but yeah. the state. Yeah. <laughs> hey, that's, I mean, that's, that would be a fun one. That's I heard cool. about their thing. But- but yes, yeah, so, my parents um, are actually both from about 30 minutes away from Oshkosh. So who knows in a couple months, I might give an update for our listeners that we will get you in Oshkosh. <laughs> this, that, hey, look, I, I, I just, I want to go where there's. Yes, name. exactly. And what we normally do is, and, and so that anybody's listening, if you don't mind me saying this, we try to give the largest percent of the money in that area. Like when I went to Jacksonville, we raised the money and, and we didn't raise quite enough to pay for the chair we did, gave away in Jacksonville, but we gave it to a Marine in that area. Um, when we do one in Florida, we, we reach out to a person in that, that area. All we do is we take 20% of whatever we raise in whatever area to put in our general fund so that if somebody calls me and tells me they can't pay their light bill, that we can, Amazing. we can do that. Yeah. Um, but 80% of what we raise, um, typically stays in the area that we raise it in because as much as people like giving to to veterans and veterans organizations, everybody likes to know where the money goes. Yeah. And everybody likes to see, you know, that you've helped somebody in their area. And that's, that's, that's what our goal and our mission is, is, is to help people in the areas where we build the tower. Yeah. I love that. Well, well also just having a general fund too. That's, that's very cool. I didn't, I didn't know that. So thank you for sharing that. So ways people can get involved, obviously your guys' website is seven, the number seven days for the troops.org, correct? Correct. Yeah. Um, do you have social media accounts? We do. We have Instagram okay. and, and 
you can find us by the you put in seven days for the troops on Instagram. And I, I'm thinking we're work, we're working our Twitter account. I'm not a social media genius. Um, but I have somebody working on all that for me, but then we do a lot on Facebook Okay. and I tell people when you go to look up us up on Facebook, if you just type in seven days and it, you do use a little D for, for days, it'll pull up some events, but it doesn't pull up our page. If you want to find us on Facebook, you got to use a capital D. So it's the number seven capital D for days, um, the troops, and it'll pull us up and we try to do live events and, and, live updates and like right now we've got a raffle going on um, and we try to keep one of those going on at all the time because there's always that need like I said there's a need for somebody to have their light bill paid there's a there's a need to, to for a tiny home yeah. and and so we're getting to the point now where we try to keep money on hand so that we can help the small projects because a $16,000 chair that's a big project yeah. a, a tiny home is a big project but there's a lot of little needs out there that we're getting to the point where we can actually help more and more. And to be able to, to say, hey, this week we were able to pay this guy, this veteran's light bill or even just put gas in a veteran's car. And we've got a we've got a we've got a fund where, you know, part of our money can go if we see a, a, a military person out eating that we can we can buy their meal and just say thank cool. you for your service. And so it, it's it's we're we're building it into making it more and more so we're able to help on a moment's notice. Yeah. Very cool. I think you have a very unique nonprofit that gets a really great point across and helps a lot of people. And I know just us here at Honoring Hidden Heroes are really grateful for you and your team for all that you're doing in your own community, but also across the nation as well, because you're very involved in, in a lot of other communities, which is cool. Is there anything else you wanted to share about seven days for the troops or any, anything else? I just want to encourage you to, to look into seven days for the troops. Look at what we're doing on Facebook. Um, I, I'm, this is our first, last year was our first official year as a nonprofit. So we're working on getting those financials out there so everybody can see that, you know, we, we do what we say we're going to do as far as uh, 100% of donations going to help veterans. But I want, I, I'll try to never leave a conversation without encouraging people to find somewhere in your community to get involved. Because we live in a time and a place where there's a lot of negative going on. And if we're being positive, the people around us have to be infected by that. And if everybody, if your circle starts being positive and that moves on and on, I think we'll have a much better, better life because when there's a lot of love for, you know, others, it's hard to hate. Mm -hmm. And so that's what I want to encourage people with, with this right now is whatever your passion is, whatever it is, get involved and make a difference. Thanks again to Scott. I just think seven days for the troops is so unique and just such a fun idea to bring together people to raise money for veterans, their families, military members, and those who need it most. So huge shout out to Scott and his team. We are looking forward to seeing you next time on Honoring Hidden Heroes. See you then.